You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 17. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach Kristen Morrison. Hello, pet business owners. Oh, it's so good to be here with you today. I took a long break, you guys. I needed a big work break from podcasting because I did a bunch of things in a very short amount of time. I published and launched the book Prosperous Pet Business, which I know some of you have read and really enjoyed. And thank you for your wonderful pictures with your pets <laughs> and the book. That's really fun to get those pictures, you guys. Thank you for those of you that have sent those fun pictures. Oh, I love it. So yeah, I published the book in early August and then we moved. We found a place suddenly. We were not expecting that we would move, but we found this wonderful house. So we moved very quickly and then I hosted the Prosperous Pet Business Online Conference and then I spoke at the Pet Sitters International Conference. And so those four things, boom, 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 <laughs> right after the other. It was wonderful and very exhilarating, but I really needed a break. So, you know, I've missed connecting with you here and it feels really good to be back. And I've spent a lot of time just kind of enjoying my new neighborhood. I moved from one area where I've lived all my life to another area, which is very different in a way, you know, about an hour and a half from where I grew up. And it's just been a real adventure. And it's been very fun. Just enjoying getting to know my new neighborhood. There are lots of fun shops and restaurants within walking distance, which has been really great. And I'm just really feeling so blessed to be here and very, very grateful. Some of you know who are Facebook friends with me, or maybe you are connected with me on Instagram, know that I met a really great lady who lives around the corner from me, and she has an inspirational sign that she puts on her front door. It's in the shape of a heart, and it's a blackboard, <laughs> a blackboard heart, basically, and she writes inspirational sayings on there, and I've been posting some of those on Facebook. Ah, oh, she's been such a wonderful delight, and I've been spending some sweet time with her, and that just has felt really nice. And yeah, so you know, a lot of the pet business owners that I coach have a hard time taking time off, and I really make it a point to practice what I preach. You know, I do a lot of coaching for pet business owners, and if I'm not taking care of myself, I can't help my pet business coaching clients take care of themselves. So it's really a commitment to me to live a healthy, whole, happy life. You know, not just for myself, so I can enjoy a happy, healthy life, but so I can help others do the same. And if I'm not doing it for myself, I can't really help others do that. So here's the thing. When we're self-employed, we are the only ones who can give that time off to ourselves. And a lot of people don't do that. 
Many business owners don't do that, not just pet sitters, pretty much a lot of business owners, I would say. And speaking of coaching, I want to dive into this next episode here. I did a Facebook Live webinar a few months ago, and this episode is the first 20 minutes of that session where I coached pet business owners from around the country. It was a live session on Facebook Live. So this is the first 20 minutes, and I'll be releasing the other two episodes that are about 20 minutes of that coaching segment in the upcoming weeks. But for now, this is going to be part one, and I'm just really excited about it, and I hope you enjoy it. Had a lot of great callers. Thank you to everybody who called and just asked some wonderful questions. You're going to help a lot of pet business owners who are listening. So I appreciate you having the courage to ask your question. I also want to let you guys know I'm in the midst of putting together a Facebook group for the podcast where you can share topics that you like to have me talk about in future episodes. You can discuss the various segments with me and with each other and what you learned. And it'll just be a really rich environment for you guys to connect with me, connect with each other. And I'm going to include the link to the Facebook group in the show notes along with some other goodies that I'll be discussing in this part one segment. So enjoy the segment, and I will see you on the other side of this episode. Hi, everyone. So fun to have you guys here. Just before we even begin, I just want to say it's pretty nerve-wracking doing this on a lot of levels. One is it's live. (laughs) The second thing is... I have no idea what kind of questions you guys are going to ask me. Absolutely none. So it's kind of like leap and the net will appear. (laughs) I've coached a lot of you, so, you know, I'm not too concerned about it. But there is a little bit of nervousness for sure. I am going to go ahead and call on Greta, who is calling me via her phone. So, Greta, I'm going to unmute you here, my dear. Hello, Greta. Welcome. What is, like, the best, like, accounting software, I guess, to use? for our business, like for business expenses and income made, as well as like, you know, just general stuff. Okay, great. That is a great question. It's one that gets asked a lot. The one that I use is one that I've used for many years. It's probably the most simplistic software you can use as a pet business owner, and it's Quicken. And what I love about it is how simple it is. I'm really all about ease and creating simplicity. And so that's really what I go for in my own business so that I can really focus on, you know, the parts of my business that I want to focus on. And the accounting, I want to focus on it, but I don't want to focus on it too much that it's distracting. So I love Quicken and I love that it has an app so you can put it on your phone and you can actually, you know, use it that way. And the other one that I really recommend is QuickBooks Online. It's great to have an online software. Most of them are online these days, the accounting software. So QuickBooks Online is great. It does connect with a few of the pet sitting softwares. And I know there are a lot of pet sitters and dog walkers that are on today's webinar. So I would recommend both of those. And Mint is great too. That is a really good accounting software as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Andrew Spencer said zero.com. I am not familiar with that, but thank you for sharing that, Andrew. Okay, I'm going to answer Christina's question here. Hi, Christina. 
Welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. So I'm a um, solo pet sitter, and I don't have any employees or anything like that. And there's some times where I want to take a vacation. And I was wondering, how do you approach notifying your clients, sending through email or your voicemail? Especially when I have clients that do text from time to time. So if I don't respond back, I've had some upset. Yeah. I'm not sure how to deal with this in the future. It sounds like you don't have staff members. Is that right? Correct. Okay. It can be tough to take a vacation, although not impossible, as a sole proprietor who has no staff members. But what I would recommend is, first of all, deciding when you're going away. So go ahead and block those dates out on your calendar. It's good to look maybe two, three months in advance so that you have plenty of time to notify your clients and deciding, you know, two or three months in advance when you're going to take a vacation, block it off in the calendar. And what can happen is sometimes pet business owners will block it off, but then they'll get this really juicy inquiry from a client who says, hey, I've got, you know, this huge pet sitting job or this great dog training job. And then they'll just cancel their own vacation. So it's really important to keep it set in stone so that you are really honoring yourself and your vacation because we need vacations. If we don't have them, we go a little nuts. So that's the first thing. The second thing is at that point, I would recommend, you know, sending an email to your existing clients. You can also post it on your website on the homepage so that it actually shows up and then you're able to communicate with your clients that way and let them know. As clients are calling you to book services, brand new clients, I would definitely let them know so that they're not surprised that all of a sudden you're going on vacation when they call you a week before your vacation. The texting thing can be very, very challenging for a lot of pet business owners and especially pet sitters. So that's something that when I'm coaching people, I'm really encouraging them to look at how they are really dealing with the texting because it happens late at night, it happens early in the morning, it can really cause a lot of angst. And bigger than that, it can cause you to never have a break because people are constantly contacting you. So one of the things that I really recommend is that you get your clients off of texting you and rather calling you or emailing you. So that's something that can be helpful. And I really, really encourage it. So that's what I would do. And I would start setting aside money too. you know, having a travel account, a savings account so that, you know, you're going to be without income for that time. So if you have a little nest egg, you're going to be able to draw from that and not be so stressed when you're on vacation. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. All right. We have somebody calling from Illinois, Delaware, Tennessee, Sacramento, New York. Let me see. I have Anita from Dallas, and she has a question. There are a lot of exclusive neighborhoods I would like to market to, but they either have security so that not just anyone can enter. Some have guards other than a security gate. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds like an intense neighborhood. These are neighborhoods with houses, which most likely have homeowners associations. How would you be able to market to them? What suggestions do you have? So there are lots of ways that you can do this. One would be if you have even one client in that neighborhood, what you can do is you can contact that client and say, hey, are you on nextdoor.com? Could you post something about my pet sitting service if you love it or my dog walking service or my dog training service? That can be a great way in is, you know, 
having a client who can post something on nextdoor.com because a lot of neighborhoods these days use that. I know I do. I just love it. The other thing that you can do is both the post office and Vistaprint offer direct marketing. So you can specify specific zip codes. You create a postcard, you know, via Vistaprint, and then Vistaprint or the post office will send those postcards to different addresses with that particular zip code. It sounds like some of these are neighborhoods, so it might be the luck of the draw whether you get in there, you know, with your postcard. But if you do go that route, what I recommend is that you offer something. Those of you that have worked with me know I'm not big on discounts. I think, you know, we're working really hard out there in the work that we're doing. You know, whatever it is, whether it be pet sitting, dog walking, dog training. So discounting your services isn't really what you want to do. However, in the beginning, you know, if you're new to pet sitting, dog walking, dog training, or if you are trying to target a specific neighborhood, that can be a great time to offer select discounts. So by select discounts, I mean, maybe you offer one dog walk for the price of four, you know, where they purchase four and they get one free, something like that. You wanna make sure to have an expiration date on your postcard. I usually recommend three months from the date that it goes out so that you know, you don't get the postcard two years later because <laughs> that's not fun. Anyway, those are some suggestions that I would do. The welcome wagon is another thing that you can do. You can go to welcomewagon.com. You can also contact realtors. They can sometimes get in there, you know, to those specific areas. And one way to do this would be if you're able to peruse the real estate section, you can see which realtors are covering those areas or those specific houses. And so you could contact the realtor and say, hey, you know, is there any way that we could kind of partner together where I'm happy to refer some of my clients to you who need a realtor? And then perhaps you can refer some of your clients who are in these specific areas because I'd really love to get in those areas. So I hope that helps you. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you are at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step -step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are 
added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to petbusinesscourses.com. Let's see. I see Chris is here. Michael, Chris from New Jersey. Somebody from Delaware. Hello. Who is that from Delaware? Hi, this is uh, Susan from Delaware. Soap proprietor for pet sitting. Actually, I've been doing it part-time for about 20 years, and uh, I just left the uh, marketing and advertising field, and I'm doing it full-time now, along with being a veterinary technician. And uh, I guess I'm, even though I've done marketing and advertising for numerous other businesses for 30 years, I'm still not quite sure what the best approach would be for marketing my business. I mean, I have numerous regular clients, and I do get some new ones from the veterinary hospital, mm -hmm. but I'm finding that's really the only place I'm getting most of my clients. I have a, I haven't set up a web page yet. I'm mm -hmm. also a graphic artist, so that's helpful. Yeah. But um, I, I have a Facebook page for my pet sitting business, but right. um, that's, that's about it at this point as far as social media. Okay, but good. I was looking about the direct mail, which is probably not a bad idea either. Yeah, it isn't. It can be kind of expensive, so I don't suggest if you're on a bootstrap budget that you would go that route because it is right. pretty expensive. But one of the best things that you can do is actually get your website search engine optimized. For those people who are listening via the call, I'm offering a 20% discount on some of my products. One of them is the search engine optimization webinar, and it's a lot easier than people think to search engine optimize mm -hmm. your website, or you can have a web person do it. But that's going to be probably the most important thing you can do with your website, and the most cost-effective thing you can do. So that's something that okay. I would check out. And if you're signed up for this, I'll be sending everybody an email with the link to do that if you're interested. The okay. other things that I would recommend, the Facebook is very important, and I would begin to connect with vets, groomers, pet stores in your area so that mm -hmm. you're really able to cultivate relationships. And so on Facebook, what would you do as far as just liking their page? Or yeah, to them first exactly. I would really encourage you to like their page. Also, another thing that you can do, which a lot of people don't think about, but I know it really helped me with my pet sitting business, it's you kind of get people through the back door. So what you would do is you would create a pet resources page on your site. Okay, like a links page, but I prefer to call it the pet resources page so that, you know, your clients see it as a resource and they go to it a lot. And what you want to do is you want to list different vets, groomers, pet stores. You know, if you're a pet sitter, you might list dog trainers in your area. You want to contact them and say, you know, would you like to be on my page? Because you don't just want to put them there without their permission. Right. I don't recommend having a clickable link to their sites because you don't want to take people away from your site to theirs, but you can have their website, just don't make it clickable, okay? And you want to have the business name, the address, the phone number, and then the website not clickable. And what will happen is people will type in, let's say you're in Wilmington, I see, at least that's where you're calling from, Wilmington, Delaware. So Delaware, what you, Delaware. okay, wonderful. So maybe there's a Wilmington Vet Hospital. Maybe that's the name, you know, Wilmington Vet Hospital. Okay, look at that. So if you put that on your site, if somebody in the pet resources page, if somebody types in Wilmington, you know, Vet Hospital, you're 
pet resources page may very likely show up and then they'll kind of stumble on your site and go, who is this pet sitting company? So, you know, the more resources that you have on there, the more likely it is that you're going to kind of show up online when people are actually typing in Wilmington dog training or Wilmington vet hospital or whatever it is. So that's something that you can do it very quickly and it'll start to raise your search engine optimization. Also, I recommend if you don't already have it, getting a blog because you can title your blog posts like Wilmington dog walking or Wilmington dog training. And then when people type that in, your blog post is going to be more likely to come to the top. So that's something that you can do. I have a bunch of free resources on my site. So if you go to Six Figure Pet Business Academy and go to the free resources or the free stuff page, I've got tons of things there that you can download that'll really help you. I have a pet sitting tips and tools sheet, a hiring tips and tools sheet. So you'll find a lot of information there to help you get started. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome, thank you. So I see MJ from Indiana has a question. Hi, MJ. Is it uh, TJ? Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to talk to you, actually. Um, I have a question. I live in a very small town, and most of the pet sitting that I do is in rural areas and other small towns, so I do a lot of driving. Yeah. And I've, I've had my pet sitting business for about two years, almost two years. It'll be in October. And... I mean, I'm, I'm being, I'm successful in my mind. You know, it's just me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know this month has been kind of slow for me, which is something I really haven't experienced. And so I'm spending some time looking at some other ways to advertise. Uh-huh. And, and, and so one of the things I know I've read about on your, in your information and also on the Pet City International information is getting like into your newspapers, local newspapers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I wondered if you had any suggestions on how to do that. I, I did contact, um, of course, our the major newspaper mm-hmm. owns most of the little newspapers in my surrounding area. Okay. So if I contact them, that's kind of the best place to go. Okay, great. And just so you know, and just so everybody knows about newspapers they're really not the best way to advertise except in rural areas and that's where she is so this is going to be really applicable for her but for most of you you know i wouldn't even waste your time because in most of the big and even small cities the newspapers have kind of gone the way of the dinosaur but it's still you know the rural areas are so sweet in that way that you know they haven't quite caught up and it can really make an impact so Going back to your question, so what you want to do is you actually want to write a press release. I have a sample of that in my six-figure pet sitting book. If you don't have that or don't want to get it, no problem. I would just Google how to write a press release. I would recommend just Mm -hmm. writing a press release. You want to keep it very short and sweet and simple. You are selling yourself when you're doing that, so don't be afraid to really you know, state how long you've been in business, what services you provide. Oftentimes, the newspapers are not going to look at them like an advertisement. They're looking at them more like a feel-good story. So, you know, you don't want to write the press release from the perspective of advertising. 
I mean, if you do that, then you would want to advertise in the paper, and that's not going to generate the kind of results that you want. You're going to do yeah, better if somebody... Expensive. Yes, it is. So really, but, but a lot of newspapers want to interview, you know, pet business owners because it's interesting. It's fun. It's, you know, people love it. They smile when they see the pet pictures. So that's what you want to do. And I would also email the press release to the editor of the paper. Okay. And you can find that information just by doing some research. And then I would follow it up with a phone call and just say, you know, I would love to have you guys interview me if you're available for that. I love your newspaper. You know, obviously you don't want to say you love their newspaper if you don't. <laughs> but if it's something that you right. read a lot, you know, I would definitely stress that. Like, I read your newspaper all the time. I get it. I think people might be interested in finding out more about pet sitting or dog walking or whatever kind of service-based pet business that you have. So that's something that I would okay. recommend doing. Yeah. And you know, another thing that I would recommend, a lot of people forget about their existing clients. So, you know, they kind of move on to get a brand new client, but it takes so much energy to get a brand new client. So look at already what you have. Those clients that you have are gold, okay? So what you might want to do is reach out to your existing clients and say, you know, I just want to let you guys know I have some availability for pet sitting, for dog walking. I would love it if you would refer me to your friends and family. And you know, okay. here's my website. I would offer a referral bonus so that you have that. Oh, you know, sure. what you might want to do is give them, give your existing clients like one free dog walk or one free pet sitting visit in exchange for referring their friends and family. The other thing that I would okay. recommend you do is that if you have both a business and a personal email address at the bottom of the email, put a footer there. It says something like, we love your referrals. You know, please refer your friends and family to us and then your contact information. And that will put it in their mind. You know, when your friends and family read your emails, they'll go, that's mm -hmm. right. She has a pet sitting service or dog walking service. And it'll also remind okay. your clients that you love referrals. So it's important to, okay. you know, really acknowledge that and let people know so that they know what to do. It's like you're giving them instruction like you would a dog. <laughs> please refer me, you know, please sit, please stay, you know. But I do, I am, I am very blessed with the clients that I have because I am, I, I apparently do a good job and I, because they, they are really good at referring and I have a couple of vets in my area that are awesome at referring me. So that is, that has helped immensely. Wonderful. Um, but one of the things I, I, I think I need to kind of refocus maybe my advertising. A lot of it is vacation times that I do, and it's kept me very busy, but I'm kind of looking at trying to get more into, like, the daily dog walking mm -hmm. and get more of the regular clients that can kind of supplement the income along with the vacation. Yeah, so. yeah that's really important. Cultivating those relationships, mm -hmm. I can't stress that highly enough, and I love that you're doing that. Cultivating the relationships with pets, groomers, pet stores is so important. They are the first people that connect with those pet owners. And if they like mm -hmm. you, they will refer you. And you will get more clients than you even know what to do with. People think these days, you know, social media is so important for marketing. So is SEO. Those things are all very important. And you know, those client relationships are, to me, the most important. Like, you know, when we get 
someone who says, oh my God, this plumber's amazing, or my house cleaner's wonderful, we're so much more likely to use them if we get that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, my dear. Thank you so much for your question. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hi there, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed this part one of the coaching segment. In addition to my weekly and monthly coaching that I do with my one-on-one clients, I do live coaching sessions maybe every few months via Facebook Live. And if you're connected with me on Facebook or if you have signed up for my newsletter, you'll get an alert from me when I'm doing one of those live coaching sessions. And you may even get called on to ask a pet business question if you have one. Also, I have a request that's separate from that. My dear pet business owners and listening audience, I can see (laughs) from the download and subscribe podcast stats that there are so many of you who listen whenever I release an episode and even many who are listening to the first episode now. And I want to thank you, first of all, for listening. This podcast wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So I really appreciate you, wonderful and loyal listeners. And I have a request. Would you be willing to write a very short review for me on iTunes? It would mean the world to me. I would be very grateful. It's one of those random acts of kindness <laughs> that I know I appreciate. And I really try to do that, you know, as an author and a podcaster. I try to write as many reviews as I can for books, for podcasts that I really enjoy because I know what a difference it makes to the podcast host or to the author. And so I really am just reaching out to you guys to see if you would be willing to just write a short review. It's super easy if you have an iPhone, especially. So here are the simple instructions if you have an iPhone. So you can go write a review right now. Just pull up the podcast app on your iPhone And then search using the magnifying glass icon for prosperous pet business. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to look for it in your existing podcasts if you subscribe. But if you want to write a review, look for the podcast as though you're searching for it as a new podcast with that magnifying glass. It's on the far right for most iPhone iPhones on the podcast app. And then just click review, which is the center button there. And then boom, there you are. And you can write a review. And I would be so delighted if you would be willing to just write a super short review. Even one sentence is great. And it would really mean a lot to me. Can you guys do that for me, please? And if you want to get the business goodies that I talked about in the coaching session here, Or if you want to join the Facebook group, please visit the show notes at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 17. That is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 17, the number 17. Thank you so much. And I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, 
please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.